we actually thought, oh, well, that's happened in 2011. It's not going to happen to us. And it really shocked us that to see it that far underwater was just unbelievable. I've never, never expected to see that. And I guess you just kind of, your mind just thinks like, how are we going to, um, you know, fix everything? This is the Deep in the Weeds podcast. I'm Anthony Huckstep. It was just a few weeks ago that we had Matt Backer on the producers to share the incredible story of Neighbourhood Farm in the centre of Brisbane. The floods of 2022 have had a devastating impact on so many lives and for the, these inspiring young people, it's destroyed the entire farm. Matt, how are you? Yeah, all right. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. You've had a pretty traumatic week. Um you know, with the with the floods, um, what's what's it like there at the moment in Brisbane? Yeah, well, um, yeah, as you said, we completely went underwater. Um, I think the farm was approximately three and a half meters under uh, in total. So, yeah, it was a bit yeah, it was a bit shocking to see. Um, we you know we actually kayaked over the top of the farm at one point when the um, yeah when the water was right up and yeah it was was quite amazing just to see everything half our tarps were floating and yeah irrigation and all these things were just up in the up in the air floating around so yeah it was quite amazing and unfortunately one thing where our container that we keep all our tools and things like that was um had a combination lock on it and by the time we got here in the morning at five o'clock, uh, it was already underwater and we couldn't undo the combination lock. And, uh, yeah, so, yeah, we kind of watched it slowly lift the container and, um, yeah, we knew everything in there was it was completely submerged. So, yeah, it's been, it's been interesting. Take us back to a week ago or so. Um, how did it all unfold? Well, it was really – Quite quick. So we expected the rain, um, and this time of year we're just starting to um, uh, plant all our garden beds back out. So we had both of our greenhouses full of things like mizuna, rocket, all our lettuce mixes, capsicums were back in, and cucumbers. And we actually had a workshop uh, that was supposed to run uh, this weekend, uh, our tomato growing workshop. So we had all, everything all potted up and ready to go uh, for that. But unfortunately, by the time we got here, the seedlings were all under water as well. Um, so it came up very quick. We got a message at about 6.30 at night about, you know, the possibility of Brisbane Riverbanks going to, you know, burst their banks. And I still thought, oh, that's a long way to come up to where we are. Um because I think before that it was quite, it was seen to be, you know, it'll flood a bit, but not not too much. So we knew we'd have overland flow, and we've had that a few times here, which hasn't bothered us too much. And we covered all of the whole place with tarps because we just finished our cover crop. Um, yeah, so that that actually really helped protect our soil um, during this whole time. So hopefully that will will be beneficial when we can get back into the ground. But yeah, so when I got up at five in the morning, I couldn't walk to the farm. So it was it was already a few meters under by the time 
yeah, we got up in the morning. Yeah, and um, yeah, I think it. Yeah, after that, we can't, we grabbed as many things as we could. A lot of our seedling trays and um, tools and things like that. We kind of we picked them all up and filled the ute up. Um, you know, carried them across the water and filled the ute up. And yeah, so we did salvage some things, and and I think we'll we'll be able to salvage more that we did pull out of the out of the floodwaters. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a long way. I think we'll be out for about three months. Um, before we can even get back in the ground, yeah. You've put so much effort into this amazing part of the community that connects people in the community, but also supplies restaurants and and homes. Um, what did it feel like when you were there that morning and it was that far underwater? Uh, I, I guess just shocked, really. Um, we knew it's it's been under before in 2011 it was under probably a bit higher about four four and a half meters maybe so but we actually thought oh well that's happened in 2011 it's not going to happen to us and it really shocked us that to see it that far underwater it was just unbelievable i've never never expected to see that and i guess you just kind of your mind just thinks like how are we going to um you know fix everything from you know after you know the floodwaters recede and we actually the lucky thing for us was the actual um because the water was so still here it just it lifted everything up and almost for most things put it back in the same position um so it wasn't fast flowing water which yeah was a definite benefit in the sense of flooding because a lot of the the um, you know, tarps and things actually stayed on the property, which is great. So we haven't lost some of those things. Uh, but there's a lot of, yeah, like netting and tools and um, mowers and <laughs> all those things I think are just not going to make it, unfortunately. What do you think the rebuilding process is going to be like for you guys? Yeah, um it's, we're a little bit unsure at the moment. We don't really know where to start. Um, and again, because it rained this morning so heavily, it, it's just – we could see how quickly the water came up just with a, you know, a normal kind of small thunderstorm. And uh, it just makes us think we're really going to have to take our time getting back into the soil. We haven't actually gone on any of the beds um, yet because we don't want to destroy destroy that soil structure that we've built up so yeah we're just trying to let it see if we can let it dry out um for at least a week before we go in there and then yeah reassess after that but we'll have to we'll have to bring a lot of because we're all you know not organic certified but we're organic organic and we'll have to bring in a lot of really good compost and try and build that soil biology back up i mean I, I put some photos up on our Instagram and the amount of worms that that died is just amazing to see. There's just every pathway um, in our greenhouses has, you know, hundreds and hundreds of worms. So, yeah, it's just it's going to take a while, I think, to rebuild. What can people do to help at the moment? Uh, well, it's been great. We've had a lot of our neighbours have come down yesterday and really it's just amazing at the work we, we achieved yesterday. Um, 
it was such a big task to start and so that's that's been an amazing um recovery in itself and just to know how many people support us around here um and we've had you know big you know on on the socials a lot of people have you know said they can come and help and you know which is really heartwarming and you know it it's yeah something that just makes you want to get back up and and farming again and being able to you know um feed feed our little community and and back onto the restaurants and chefs and yeah we had again sarah came down from joy and fed fed a whole lot of us yesterday which is amazing and um tim came down as well and he helped out for the day so yeah we had you know some of the chefs come down and help and um yeah so that that has been an amazing help and then uh, a friend of ours kate keating uh put up a gofundme page for us um a couple of days ago which has been amazing to see the support that's come through there and we just we can't believe it um it, it raised, you know, the money that we initially went for and, and it's even gone higher. So it's just something that, yeah, I think will really help us um, get back on our feet. Um, yeah, so that's, I guess, they're the best ways. It's hard, it's hard to have a lot of people here at the moment because I think we need actually a bit of time to see what, what we really need to do. But we definitely appreciate all the, the support people have shown us. I know you've got a long road ahead, but but how are you feeling now? Sort of a, a few days on from from what happened. Yeah, actually, a lot better. Um, we, as I said, just the work that was done yesterday, I, I can already see our seedling houses have been completely cleaned. They were brown with mud, uh, with all the netting, and I just I just thought. Um, you know, this is going to take such a long time, but uh, all our ceiling trays got washed and um, and cleaned, so we can see in that sense we'll be able to start doing our seedlings uh, quickly. It's just, yeah, like I think just assessing how long it'll take to get back into the ground is probably the the thing we're unsure of. But yeah, definitely positive. Um, I think hopefully winter will will have us back. Um, with some winter crops, and that's what we're aiming for at the moment. Well, I know how important you guys are and what you have created for the community there and also for the chefing fraternity and restaurants in, in Brisbane as well. There is a GoFund account to support uh, you guys that people can find in the show notes on the, on the podcast apps. Um, Matt, good luck with everything, and um, we're very honoured to catch up with you. I know you've got a lot on your plate and a long road ahead, so um, hopefully we'll catch up again soon. Yeah, thank you, Huck. I really appreciate it. This is the Deep in the Weeds podcast. I'm Anthony Huckstep. Stay tuned as we take a deep dive into the lives of the incredible people who ply their trade in the food and hospitality sector. Special thanks to executive producer Rob Locke for making this all happen. Follow us on Instagram at Deep in the Weeds podcast or email us at podcast at deepintheweeds.com.au. Stay safe and be well.